Young Pro Show, hosted by Dom Fry, the insurance guy. Would you still do something great if nobody ever saw it? A podcast for young professionals to come together and talk about their goals and their path to get there. And if I fail, I'll fail forward. I sit down with other forward-thinking individuals and talk about what they are doing to accomplish their dreams of tomorrow. Maintaining strength while living in your purpose. Mm. Now let's dive into the next legendary episode. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Young Pro Show. I'm your host, Don Fry, the insurance guy. Uh, Excited for today's interview. Uh, I have one of my teammates on the show today. Uh, I was really excited. Actually, first, let's welcome on Grace Wagner. Grace, how you doing? Hi, I'm good. Thanks for having me. Of course. I was, it's funny, I remember you getting hired, and I was really excited when you got hired. It was close to a year, a little under a year after I had started. But I, um, you know, I don't mean this like in a bad way, but I just felt very young mm-hmm. at the office. Like, I got hired here. I was still taking some college courses, um, recently engaged but like everyone else here was like talking about their grandkids talking about you know the multiple kids that they had and i'm like you know on the opposite end of my life and i'm like i literally go home and just like stare at a wall for five (laughs) they're talking about how busy they are and i'm like i have nothing to do like i can't imagine being busy because i'm just bored out of my mind yeah so then when you got hired i was like hey another millennial another young person it's not younger person but so uh, that's my story. I remember you got hired to your aging's grace. Yeah. Another yeah, it was interesting seeing the, um, I guess, the age difference between you and me versus all, <laughs> <laughs> all of the boomers who don't know how to use technology to its to its highest. Yeah. Makes you feel important, though. You know? It does. Makes you feel important when the boss of the company is the one like, "Hey, can you Asking come help questions. me send this email?" Yes. And I'm like. <laughs> No problem. Can you dude. find this? Can you find this document for me? Sure, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting, but you need the the young and the new. It, it's a good balance. Oh yeah, for sure. We um, need the old people. We need yeah information that wisdom that experience. Yeah. So let's for the listeners that may not know who you are, let's just start with a couple basic questions okay. just to get to know you a little better. Um, so geographically speaking, where have You've been your entire life. Geographically, um, lived um, in the Van Lu local high school district, and that's where I spent my 13 years of education. Graduated from there in 2017 with 17 kids, so pretty small. Yeah, that's always a um, that's always a fun get to know me icebreaker <laughs> no one everyone no one believes it but it's very true um went to college up at the toledo location of owens and lived up there for like two months while i was doing a a rotation for school and then now reside in finley just a few blocks down from archie's ice cream and george house coffee so it's a very dangerous location <laughs> for me <laughs> The necessities. Yeah, very close. The priorities were definitely yes. set when we looked at that spot. So, so Van Lu, do they have? Is it just one building, K through twelve? Yeah. So the okay. original building was built in like the eighteen hundred nineteen twenty three or something like that. So it's really old. Yeah. And then they added on the gym and the elementary wing 
but all throughout high school, I walked through the elementary ring every single day because that's where the band room was. Mm. And I was in marching band and concert. So I got to reminisce on the elementary memories <laughs> every single day until I graduated. Yeah. So that was, it's, it wasn't bad. Yeah. I, so Pet- comparatively speaking, Pettisville, I graduated with 50. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we're a little bit bigger than you. But yeah, I remember all the time people being so surprised how small it was. But mm-hmm. then even like, it completely blew their mind the fact that like K through 12 was in one building. Yeah. And they're like, no way. Like, how does that like, and I'm like, I don't like, what are you talking about? Like, we're talking mm-hmm. about 600 kids, like K through 12. Like, why would we have two, three different buildings? Yeah. That doesn't even make any sense. Yeah. But it was the, the building part of it. Even, you know, even my wife, Nicole, like, she still, like, has a hard time wrapping her mind around, like, one, like, <laughs> eating lunch and watching kindergartners walk by in a hallway. Uh-huh, yeah. And, you know, just yeah. it being, well, like, that small school. You know, we were used as, as us as high school students, we were used as teacher aides mm. for a certain period if we had, like, a study hall. So I would go down, and I was a teacher's aide for the first grade one year, second grade another year, and then I was an office aide another year. So, you know, even though I have study halls, it's, you still, and the teacher that I was an aide for for first grade was my first grade teacher. Mm. So it, it's, it was fun yeah. reminiscing on, on that because she always read us to Junie B. Jones books mm. as a class, and then she would occasionally read them in Junie B. Jones book. <laughs> and I thought, man, this was a good one. That was a good story. But it's, yeah. It's a totally different totally different world than you know going to a larger school and it's a very like yeah you know for people like us like it's hard for me to wrap my mind around like not to be in a building with only like high schoolers yeah or even like you know just even if it's two different buildings like you know seven and up like that's hard for me to wrap my mind around like not seeing my first grade teacher well and it, it really kind of blows my mind that um not you know you don't know everyone at a bigger school. Right, yeah. I mean, I, I can tell you who probably 98% of my classmates' moms and dads are and their grandparents and right. probably some of their cousins and aunts and uncles. Yeah, like, yep. It's just that's part of being in a small community is you know everyone and everyone knows you, which yep. is, it can come back to bite you. Yeah, pros and cons. Yeah, yeah it, there's there's good things and bad things about it. But yep. it's um, I, I I wouldn't have changed it. For sure. Going back. So, outside of work then, like, tell me, like, what are some of your hobbies? Like, what do you enjoy to do? Um, sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I just recently got a dog, so he, we're still in the puppy phase, and we're, mm. he was a rescue, so we're in mm. the, the training and socialization f- period, which is not very fun, but you gotta suffer through it. Yeah. Um, outside of that, I like to play volleyball. Have participated on a couple of spring slash winter volleyball leagues. Um, I have three nieces and two nephews, and another niece or nephew on the way. So my aunt duties are pretty high <laughs> most of the time. That's fun. So family and just yeah. hanging out, and I don't know. So how long have you had the dog for? Can you remind me when you got um, your puppy? Like two weeks before Thanksgiving, so like okay. early slash mid November. Yeah, yeah. 
So I'm sure it'll be fun for you once the weather gets a little bit nicer out and you can probably take them for more walks. I'm, lo- I'm looking forward to, to and... being able to take him to the dog park and take him out to my parents' house and walk them. Yeah. Him and my my the dog that is at my parents' house yeah. down the road and just do summertime things. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So professionally speaking then, I mean, obviously I mentioned, you know, about you being a teammate of mine here at Hitchings Insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, give me the... 30 second, 60 second, like what are you doing today professionally? Well, we're slowly trying to increase our group health insurance book of business. So we're really starting to hone in and focus in on that. Um, That's futuristic wise in the next couple of months. But right now I'm just trying to get my feet wet in the sales aspect of insurance. You know, I, I started as an administration role and slowly I'm trying to work my way out of that that'll end in a few months um but really just trying to get the network created and get my name out there to be the group benefits go-to person for anywhere so a health insurance agent you know I'm trying to think Grace Grace Wagner the benefit something rhyme with Wagner benefit guru I don't know. <laughs> uh, maybe Grace. Something wrong with Grace. We'll come up ace. with something. Okay. The Benefits Ace. Yes, there you go. Grace the Benefits Ace. Hashtag it. Hashtag, Hashtag it. Okay, so now that we know what you're doing today, let's go back in time then. Mm-hmm. So 18-year-old Grace Wagner, she graduates from Van Lu High School. At that point, what were your career goals or where did you see yourself professionally? So originally, going into college, I was... I went to school, I did a five semester, two year program at Owens to become an occupational therapy assistant. Hmm. Not many people know what that is. So <laughs> occupational therapy in general is kind of confusing to a lot of people because it's, it's literally anything that you do. Hmm. Sitting at your desk, typing, walking to, to the copier, um, you know, going up and down stairs, tying your shoes, anything that you need assistance with in regaining is occupational therapy. So I specialize in geriatrics. So let's say someone gets a hip replacement, mm. they need to be rehabbed. That was my role. So they had limitations on how much mobility they had. So we would work with the patients, figuring out ways to adapt how they can put on their socks, put on their shoes. You know, get dressed in the morning, transfer into the shower, um, just ways to make their lives easier with the mobility that they had at the time, but then also increase that mobility as they healed and got healthier and stronger. So 18-year-old Grace was very excited about that, and she still is very excited about that, but that guy... So what made 18-year-old Grace excited about an OTA? Like, you know, did you have family that were in occupational therapy that you, you know, were able to see? Or was it, I don't know, some kind of a class internship or something? What made you say, I want to be an OTA? So I kind of did it on a whim. Uh, Really had no idea what OT was going into the program that I had applied and was accepted for. (laughs) It was definitely a leap of faith looking back at it. Um, so my cousin who is six weeks younger than I am, she played soccer in high school and she tore her ACL her senior year in the fall. Mm -hmm. 
So we're about, we're halfway through senior year, kind of freaking out on what we're going to do because I had no clue. I had no lead. I had no idea what I wanted to do, which is not a bad thing. Like most high schoolers. Like most high schoolers, yeah. So she, I was talking to her one day, kind of upset about it. And she had told me, she's like, well, I'm, she was really smart. So she got a full ride to Marion Technical College. Hmm. Um, but she had told me, she's like, well, I just got done with therapy and I think I want to be a PTA, a physical therapist assistant. Hmm. And same concept. It's just with physical therapy and not occupational therapy. So physical therapy is a little more centered on, you know, gaining muscle, regaining balance, getting your mobility up. It's, it's more bone structure and muscles versus OT, which is life in general. Gotcha. So they had Marion Technical College had an open house where we went and had spoken with PTA instructors and students and just kind of got a feel for it. And I was still kind of on the edge about doing a PTA just because I wasn't super thrilled on just like lifting weights all day long. (laughs) (laughs) Although that that is sound fun. Um, So then they had said, well, what about OT? And I was like, well, what the heck is OT? And they said, well, it's your daily living. You know, it's your daily occupations. And so explored that program and then found the one at Owens and figured, well, I'm kind of halfway to Toledo or Marion at this point. So I'm going to go to Owens instead. (laughs) Can only have one Wagner at one college. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But applied for that program and got in and. Hated my pediatric rotation. Mm. Hated it. But figured out very quickly that I liked geriatrics, which is old people. Okay. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah. So geriatrics, older people. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. You know, but that's what those rotations are for Mm -hmm. is to help you try to figure out, you know, what you, what comes easier for you, but even just, you know, what you enjoy and the type Mm -hmm. of people that you want to work with. Yeah. So then you, you know, you said it was five semesters at Owens. You graduate you have you know that PTA licensed. What was that first job, or what did that look like then? The job search after that. So, job search was kind of just scouring the internet, looking for leads. No classic, matter, no classic matter. millennial. The classic millennial going to the internet instead of the uh, the yellow pages. But, <laughs> um, my first. Job. So I actually was working at Finley Country Club through that summer, and the head pro in the pro shop, Chad, his wife is an OT. And so he kind of took me under his wing that summer and introduced me to his wife, and she kind of got me hooked up with my first job at the Wyandotte County Memorial Nursing Home. Had a hot meltdown my first or second day because you go through school and you gain confidence as a student. Mm. But now here I am, a licensed actual practitioner with no guidance. And I have a caseload and I have people that I don't know how to introduce myself to. And I have interventions, which are like the exercises that we do within our certain time that we're together. I have those to come up with. I've got documentation that I have to do. Like it, it's taking everything in school and applying it to real life. And it was terrifying. <laughs> it was awful. Um, but you get, you get accustomed to it. And eventually 
gained a couple more positions over in the Tiffin area. Um, worked at Tiffin Mercy and at the Autumn Wood Nursing Home over there, and then went down to the Upper Sandusky Nursing Home and was working there for a while. So I had like four different jobs that I was working at. Oh my. All PRN, so I was as mm. needed. And just kind of did that for a while and kind of figured out that this is a lot harder to do than I thought. Hmm. So I'm curious with your experience, like looking back now, or even for somebody, or somebody else is going into the OTA route, like, do you, like looking back, do you think you were just kind of like thrown to the wolves? Um, do you think you were just kind of thrown to the wolves and feel like you could have maybe like eased into it a little bit more? Or do you feel like there's really no way to fix that? It's just, that's just the difference between the education route and then the real world route. So the, um, the programs that I did, my, my instructors were very much hands-on, figure it out how you're going to figure it out, you know, figure out your learning style and go with it. And it was pretty much, here's, here's your assignment, figure it out. Hmm. And that's what it was. And so I was used to that aspect of just having stuff put on my plate and figuring out how to deal with it. And school definitely, I feel like I was definitely, I had a lot going for me with being prepared because of the schooling that I had. Mm. So it's not necessarily the matter of I wasn't prepared. It was more or less, you just, you need that confidence. And I just didn't have it at the time, mm. which, you know, going into right. a job your first day, it's terrifying. Yeah, it's, it's terrifying. very scary. You don't know anyone. You don't, you don't know anything. Yeah. <laughs> and being it, I was 19. I mean, I was, I was a baby. Right. Yeah. Very young. And even like you said, even if over time you're working multiple different places as needed, and then that becomes probably difficult to try and like keep everything. Mm-hmm. You got to keep one spot in order. Yeah. You know, you got to remember your password for the computers, which was awful. Yeah. You got to remember the different documentation systems because each, each location had a different computer system that they used. Yeah. So you had to train that. Wow. You know, you got to go to all the orientations. So my head was kind of spinning for a long time with with trying to just keep up and being scheduled and knowing where I need to be when I need to be there. And how long did you do this for then? Like how long? Cause it, so after this, your next position was the one you're at Hitching, yeah. correct? Yeah. Okay. So how long did you work these multiple different as-needed positions? Like are we talking years? So I worked – so I graduated in – May of 2019 and then just went right to work as a therapist. So I worked from graduation up to when I took my job here, which was February of 2022. So I worked just, I mean, over six months. Yeah. And granted, you know, I probably could have given myself a little more time to work my way and do a full-time position, but at the end of the day, I didn't, I don't think I would have wanted to pursue a full-time career in therapy as I had originally thought. Yeah. Mainly because there's a lot of different things you can do with therapy, but I wanted to work with people and that's just what I wanted to do. Right. Yeah. And you know, you got that taste. I mean, you got your degree, got that taste of the actual 
<clears throat> real world experience in there. And again, obviously it was kind of difficult circumstances with being at four different locations. Mm-hmm. But regardless, as far as the job, you know, you did have at that time decisions that you can make like, hey, I can either try to focus on like, do I enjoy what I'm doing, but I just want to do it at one place mm-hmm. or do I not even really enjoy what I'm doing? Yeah. And that that's kind of where I was at was okay, I've been at this for at least six months now. You know, I haven't had even a part-time offer on my plate. Like, I I need to, it's time to be a big girl and put my big girl pants on and go get a 40-hour job. And that was a really hard decision to make because mm. I had just invested two whole years of my life yeah. into what I thought was going to be my, <clears throat> For sure. my lifetime career. And fate just decided that that's not what I was going to do. And I cried a lot about it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. I mean, yeah, it is tough, you know. And I mean, that's not something I can relate to. Obviously, it's something that's very common that a mm-hmm. lot of people go to school, they get their degree in something, they get a little taste of experience, and they say, this is not for me. Yep. And they change industries, they go back to school, they uh, do something. But regardless, it's still difficult mm-hmm. to, like, okay, this was kind of like I've laid the foundation for this career. I've already done the, you know, the education. I have my license. I went through all the stress. Yeah. I already yeah. went through the hard part. Uh-huh. And now that I have the actual job, you know, I... Um, it's not living up to its expectations. Yeah, it's not what you want. Yeah. And I'm sure that's a very difficult realization. And yeah. even to admit it as well, mm-hmm. to tell myself, you know, tell yourself, this isn't for me. Yeah. So how then did... You know, so you're struggling through this and you said, you know what? I really want to start selling health insurance. <laughs> That's why I went. How, how did Hitchings Insurance come into place then? Where did that come into the puzzle? So our um, our mutual teammate, Bela, he, his wife was my high school math teacher, Mrs. Sandor. I will always call her Mrs. Sandor till the day I die. <laughs> Calling her by her first name is just weird to me. I'm 23 years old. I've been out of high school for five years and I still will always call her Mrs. Sandor. <laughs> I just have that much respect for her. Um, Her and I got really, really close all through high school. I had her all four years. Going back to the small school thing, had the same math teacher for four years, which is not very common. Right. Um, But, and then started to babysit for their family and just got closer and closer with their family as a whole. And one day, just, I texted her and I was like, hey, does, does Bela need a secretary? I, I, I actually... So said, you were the one who started... Yeah. You were the one who reached out to her initially. Yeah, because I was thinking, you know, I just, huh. need, I just need something entry level. Like, I just need someone to give me a chance to figure yeah. out what I'm going to do and blossom from there. Right, yep. And I had no intention of going into sales or selling health insurance, but I, I knew I needed to get a steady, a steady schedule and a steady job because yeah. I was just all over the place. Especially in comparison to what you were doing. Exactly, you know? yeah. So... She had she had mentioned that they were actually looking to hire, surprisingly. Um, and so he had called me, and he didn't necessarily sound... I don't want to say he was, like, not supportive of it, but he was giving me the real deal. You mm-hmm. know, he was like, this is... You know, it's, it's, a, it's a front desk job. You know, you're going to be answering phones, and it's going to be kind of monotonous every now and then. And... You may or may not have room to grow. It depends, but it's not It's not what you went to school for. It's completely different. That's what I have. Here's, you know, here's yeah. the number. Give them a call. 
So I did, and I scheduled an interview, and um, Ryan, our boss, knows my brother-in-law, unfortunately. Mm. So <laughs> I don't know if that was going for me or going against me, but I guess it went for me. Yeah, it worked out. It did. It worked out. And I was I was still working on the weekends as a therapist initially mm. and decided that... 40 hours of work in one week is, it's enough. And I don't really want to go work another 24 on the weekends. So no. No. <laughs> even every other weekend was a lot. So I finally cut the cord after a couple weeks of being here at Hitchings. Yeah. So Nice. Yeah. So what did, so then you started Hitchings, I guess. Um, yeah. You know, what did the first three months, six months look like for you? Because obviously it was different. Totally different than what you were doing before. It was, like you said, steady, consistent. You know, you're also on the phone a lot. You're, you know, talking about insurance, things that you're not... Um, I mean, I guess you're still working with people a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, you're still working with people a lot. The same as the OTA position. Mm-hmm. But you're necessarily not talking to the same people consistently. Yeah. You know, you're always talking to somebody new on the phone. But, so what did that transition look like for you then? So it, this, it was actually the first job that I've ever had that was a desk job. You know, yeah. in high school, I worked at a produce stand locally. Um, and then through college, I, I, I was a hostess at a restaurant for a while and then worked at the country club on the grounds crew doing the landscaping. So that was a very labor intensive on your feet for eight hours a day job. Um, working at the state fair for my uncle at a food stand yeah. on your feet for at least 11 hours a day. That was a lot. So it was kind of a transition. And even in therapy, you know, you're always on your feet. You're always walking mm-hmm. around. So it was definitely a transition of like, I have my space and like, this is my set space. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I'm not always on the move. I'm not always in just a completely different spot. Don't have to worry about plugging in my laptop every five minutes. Um, so that aspect of it was, it was very different, but it was also nice mm. because I could establish my own, you know, area and find my comfort in that area. And then I guess the uh, most intimidating thing was, was talking to people on the phone, mainly because I've always talked to people in person mm. and body language and not being able to have body language is huh. it's a very difficult transition to kind of figure out sometimes so and I was more or less going with the mindset of I don't want to be offensive by cracking a joke <laughs> <laughs> and someone doesn't understand what I'm trying to right. get at because they can't read your body language because they can't read the body language yeah. so that was probably <laughs> the, <laughs> the hardest part <laughs> But that was easily, I, I very much learned very quickly how to, um, how to work a conversation on the phone by calling individuals for their birthday mm. and wishing them happy birthday and had to really bring out the charm for that sometimes <laughs> <laughs> to get those grumpy people that didn't want to talk to anyone. Yeah. And sometimes I was the first person to wish them a happy birthday. Mm. Even their kids didn't do it yet. Oof. So... I said, well, there you go. I get to, I get a brownie point today. <laughs> so the transition was nice. Um, definitely did not have the expectations of getting licensed and 
doing what I'm doing now or even having the potential of what I can do. Yeah. But it's the the leap of faith is paying off. Yeah. Definitely. The um yeah, it's funny you say about like the desk job and how you know how much different that was for you. And it was an adjustment, it ended up you know, it was a good adjustment. But you know, you saying that made me think like, yeah, I remember my first job after I got out of college and it was, yeah, selling insurance, desk job different than anything I had done before and it well and I started in May so like honestly it kind of like drove me nuts because I'm just sitting there at my desk looking out the window sunshine and beautiful outside and I'm like dude what am I doing here yeah like this is and it would like every single day when I got off work I would just be outside for like five hours Mm -hmm. because I'm like I know I just have to sit behind a computer screen for eight hours tomorrow yeah but then once winter came then I was like wow this is super nice yeah it's nice and cozy get a little blanket yeah yeah I was like this I can get used to this but um (laughs) Yeah, no, so that makes sense, you know, wanting to establish your space and, mm-hmm. you know, just have that consistency with the job as well. So how did, you know, you briefly mentioned there at the end then about um, getting your license. Was that something, you know, over time that you were like something you kind of wanted or something that, um, you know, potentially there was other people that were suggesting for you to get your license? Um, it, it was definitely suggested but I, I, I knew that the position that I was doing and the work that I was doing, I didn't want to do forever. Yeah. You know, I, I knew that I'm young. I have a personality. I've got a lot of potential. Yeah. And, you know, even in my interview, I, I used the words. I said, I just need someone to give me a chance. Hmm. Like, that's all I need. You can mold me however you want to mold me, but just give me that opportunity and, you know bet on me for once Hmm. and it was um insurance school was very interesting i did it (laughs) online on zoom Hmm. (laughs) that was the most miserable week of my life (laughs) (laughs) because the instructor that we had had super knowledgeable about everything i mean he just he knew his stuff you could tell he was doing it for forever but he was doing it for forever and he was very monotonous yep. in his in his tone and in his presentation and, and then um, it was online to boot it was yeah. online and i was sitting in my my kitchen just like sweatpants and a sweatshirt and a blanket and i'm like yep here we go <laughs> <laughs> another day and it uh, you know it, it paid off obviously but it was I definitely would have enjoyed it a little bit more if I could have done it in person, but COVID had other plans for that. So, so you got your license. It was in life and health, right? Yes. So why did you, you know, this is just curiosity for me. Why did you choose life and health over the property and casualty? Like what did you like more about life and health? So I think I like, and I, once again, kind of went into it, not really knowing what exactly it all entailed. Because I, I had done some internal processing with it, but mm. never really like got to see the nitty gritty, like yeah. doing a quote and presenting and going to a meeting and all that stuff. I was right. literally just like, "Hey, we have a change. Okay, I'll make it." Um, but <laughs> the uh, the PNC was kind of didn't necessarily push me away, but after a couple of the conversations I had with people about. Mm why is my bill this and why is my coverage that i'm like yeah i'm just gonna go to something that's a little more straight and narrow regulated this is how it is and there's that's just 
that's how it is. So, and I, I like, once again, my health background helped, but I also um, saw potential in working in the Medicare industry yeah. with old, old people, yeah. finger quotes, yeah. old people. The geriatrics of insurance. The geriatrics of insurance. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So I, I get my, my fulfillment out of yeah. that, which is, it's very fun. Yeah. I like being able to sit down and, you know, just pick people's brains, but also show them that, hey, this 23-year-old girl knows what she's talking about. She can be your granddaughter, but <laughs> she knows what she's talking about. So looks yeah. can be deceiving. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, so this last year, or this last open enrollment then, was the first time during open enrollment, you know, for health insurance, for those that uh, I guess may not be familiar with the health insurance world, you know, if you're shopping your health insurance, uh, if you have an individual or for the most part, it's, you know, pretty busy at the end of the year, the last couple months. Mm-hmm. And this, for you, was the first time licensed during open enrollment yeah. and selling during open enrollment. Um, you know, if you can even find the words, like, what was that like, the, the first open enrollment, just because of knowing how crazy busy this time period is so so my first open enrollment working in insurance i was not selling and that was honestly a lot harder than this my first open enrollment selling mainly because um i with selling i had appointments but they were mostly relatively not back to back so i did have time throughout the day to um gather my thoughts a little bit and organize my life and then the last year the year before everything was on me so I was taking the phone call I was gathering the information I was making sure that our other agents had what they needed in order to have a quote ready and scheduling appointments and putting information into the computer and it was a lot for one person and thankfully you know other people stepped in and helped yeah but that was um, that was a lot of responsibility for twenty-two hmm. year old girl to take on. <laughs> <laughs> but that that's the beauty of working at Hitchings, not only but also um, having having teammates that are willing to step in and help you when you need to take a five minute hot meltdown break hmm. <laughs> and yeah. cry a lot. <laughs> I, I cried a lot. I cried a lot the first year. I don't. I didn't cry at all this past year, which is a big achievement. There you go. <laughs> I wear my feelings on my on my. I definitely mm. you can tell how I'm feeling based on my my presence, yeah. and it was not that bad this yeah. year. So. Huh. That's interesting. That's. Yeah. I mean, that's cool to hear. Um, you know, but even you just felt like that first open enrollment from kind of the service side was actually more. Uh, overwhelming mm-hmm. than you know the first year in yeah. selling and doing a little bit I mean yeah doing a little bit of everything this last year doing the service and support and the selling mm-hmm. on top of it yeah so you know we've we've talked about you know your past and the uh, OTA position talked about you know what you're doing right now like looking to the future you know where do you potentially where are your you have three year five year goals ten year like where do you potentially see yourself Besides being Grace the Benefits Ace. <laughs> we might have to work on that a little bit still. <laughs> um, I, I personally don't really have 
much planned for myself, yeah. you know, professionally wise or even personally wise. I it's it's nice having a plan, but at at this point, I'm kind of just testing the waters and hmm. seeing where we're gonna go. But you know, when I find something that works, I'm gonna take it and run and see how far we can go with it because there's there's a lot of potential that it still needs to unfold itself. So yeah. I am. Um, no, no set plan, but I'm very excited to see what happens yeah. from here on out. And just take it day by day yeah. and just be prepared and, you know, whatever is coming every day and just mm-hmm. being able to handle that. And obviously have, you know, we have the team here to support, uh, mm-hmm. to help, whether that is, you know, advice or, yeah, that support system here. Yeah. So the last question I have for you then, Grace is you know the question i always end every interview with is what are you doing today to reach your dreams of tomorrow so i guess in your case you know i would ask them like what are you doing today what are those daily tasks like how are you preparing even if you don't have a set goal necessarily in mind Mm -hmm. but what are you doing today to um you know better yourself professionally to grow professionally and be ready for whatever those future opportunities are Mm -hmm to be ready to attack those once they unfold and are open to you. Yeah. Um, I, I'm really kind of trying to um, be look at the positive side more. Not that I was ever a negative person to begin with, but um, I'm not one to have much of a filter. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so realizing, you know, when to kind of filter some thoughts and some some words not necessarily words but just general things that kind of you know you say something you're like ah crap i shouldn't have said that that's the wrong crowd (laughs) um (laughs) kind of not only just you know professionally trying to be the the a better person in general but but also just being as hands-on as i can and you know, answering questions. And if, if I don't know the answer to it, I I find the resource that can, and Uh then save that resource and keep them in my back pocket for next time. Cause you know, it's very green. Um, in insurance, you learn something new every single day. It's, It's amazing. And I think that's kind of why I love it so much now is because there's not one situation that is like another. Most of the time. <laughs> yeah. And if there is, you need to change something about it. But just kind of analyzing where I could do better, where I can be stronger personally and professionally, and just trying to make the most out of being a young 23-year-old and yeah. in a professional world. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. Thanks for sharing that. The... um yeah, I mean, I appreciate working with you, Grace. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I have a lot of fun having, again, another millennial <laughs> here at the office. But even, uh, you know, it's funny because for me, like, I feel like I have a, um, not that I'm not like myself, but I feel like there's very much so like a professional dom. And then as soon as I leave the office, I'm a totally different person. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, you know, for me, like sometimes I listen to your conversations and hear the way you talk to customers. And I'm like, Grace is just herself <laughs> all the time. You know, yeah. like yeah. you're just always yourself and you are, you're making those jokes, you're having conversations. Yeah. And I'm like, man, like I, I'm like, maybe I need to loosen up a little bit and like shrug <laughs> my shoulders and like just talk to people like they're people rather yeah. than I'm, and I, again, I think part of that as well is with being younger, 
that like naturally I assume like, well, they probably don't think that I know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. So then in order to like compensate for that, I'm like, okay, you know, I got to sit up straight. I got to make sure my shirt looks, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, so, but I guess for me, I feel like that's one, um, characteristic that I appreciate in you. And I'm like trying to take that little piece and incorporate Mm -hmm. that into, you know, my professional life is trying to, okay, you know what, let's just relax and have conversations with people and be, have fun. Yeah, and and honestly, a lot of a lot of that, I guess, confidence. I get, I don't want to say it comes naturally because it doesn't. Um, a lot of it comes from from therapy and mm. my previous jobs. A lot of my jobs were I don't want to sound like a feminist, but pretty male dominated. So mm. I had to show that not only can I keep up with you, but I can be better than you. Yeah. Um, and with with therapy, you know, I would have. I'll never forget. I had like a six three, beyond two hundred pound patient who had a stroke on the left side. So his left leg and his left arm were completely gone. Hmm. And we were learning how to, you know, function with everyday living with that boundary. And so I walk into his room, and he's he's in his his recliner. And he just looks at me, and he, 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 you could tell he was just done. Like, he just mm. wasn't going to go for it. But he hadn't had a shower, and he hadn't gone to the bathroom in a while. And I'm like, well, let's just go to the bathroom. You know, we'll, we'll start with that and see how far we get. And if we need to do something else, we can do something else. He said, okay. So transfer from, you know, his chair to his wheelchair. And he was pretty apprehensive. And, you know, from the wheelchair to the toilet, go to the bathroom, do what he needs to do. And... You could tell, you could just tell he was not trusting me. Hmm. And so I, I, I squatted down because he, he was just kind of, you, you could tell he just didn't want to be there. And so I squatted down and I was like, do you not trust me? I, I kind of <laughs> called him out. I mean, I was just straight up. I was yeah. like, do you not trust that I can, can handle you? And he's like, I'm huge. Like, look at me and look at you. Like if we, if I fall, I'm going down. And hmm. I'm like, dude. I have two older brothers. I'm I'm a scrappy little little chick. Like I'm not gonna let you fall. I promise you that. Hmm. And you'd be amazed at what doing just that did for him. You hmm. know, it. You have to be able to show that you're confident in your abilities in order for other people to believe you. Like it's just as part of the game. Yeah. And sometimes you can fake it, fake it till you make it. But. Um, other times it's it's genuine, but it definitely takes practice, <laughs> and you definitely have to understand who you're talking to. But that's it's definitely a skill that I have acquired throughout my many many job titles that I've had. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. I love yeah. it. That's a great that's a great story. Good yeah. story to end it on. Yeah. Um, yeah, I you know as you're I'm like yeah that's a that's a Grace Wagner story like I can exactly see you just yep. straight shooter mm-hmm. straight to this guy yeah. and like you said it ended up working and helping out in that situation and mm-hmm. from that experience now you kind of learn from that and can apply it to insurance. There you go. Well, that's Grace, thank you, thank you for your time, thanks for coming on the show, uh, thanks for sharing your story. I've really enjoyed it, yeah. and um, yeah, this has been a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, I had a good time. Thank you for listening to the Young Pro Show. If you enjoyed the episode, I would encourage you to follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. You can also follow along on social media for updates 
on Facebook and Instagram at Dom Fry, the insurance guy. And if you really, really enjoyed the episode, it would mean the world to me if you could leave a review on your podcast platform or on my Facebook page. I love you. Thank you for your time and God bless.